Hi everyone and welcome to In the Nest Breakdown, your breakdown of everything sports from the New England Patriots to BC Hockey and everything in between. I'm Vanessa and thank you so, so much for listening. Today we'll be discussing the future of the Patriots and how crucial this offseason will be. So before we begin, begin, I just wanted to introduce my special guest for this episode, Elisa. Say hi. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, so as some of you may know, Elisa has been a guest before, but that was before we made episodes official. So if you listened all the way back then, you've already met Elisa. There's, but if- there's been a lot of growth since that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every episode, we're learning new things, new tricks, new ways to talk, new ways to... <laughs> edit you know every episode is just marginal improvements margi- hopefully I'd, I'd say so I think we've made think some so. in, some improvements but with that said um Elisa is our guest and if you know her already welcome she is my twin sister if you don't know her this is Elisa and anything you want to introduce about yourself Elisa um go northeastern hockey and they will always be better than BC hockey um <laughs> That's questionable. Okay, before we begin our main topic, which is the future of the Patriots this offseason, we have our general in the news um, segment. So to begin, I mean, I thought this was kind of funny, but on Monday, um, you know, I had class at a 9 a.m. And then after my 9 a.m., I had a little bit of a break before my next class, which started out at 11. So my roommate was like, looking at because I was at my desk and her desk you know they like face each other and she turns around to see like me at my desk and it is 9 50 in the morning because that's (laughs) just when our classes end and she goes to me are you seriously looking at the depth chart for BC football at 9 50 on a Monday morning typical Monday morning activities typical typical um But that is what I was doing on Monday morning. I thought that was funny. I was uh, in class. I don't know. Trying to be productive. (laughs) Just things you do for this podcast that you will catch me doing. Um, But I I mean, I just thought that'd be a fun way to kind of begin the podcast today. But also, with that being said, that Monday is also my least favorite time of the year has begun um, because football is over. How about Until that Super Bowl, August. Oh my god, yes. If you haven't, I mean, if you don't live underneath the rock <laughs> in the whoa, nicest whoa, whoa, way okay. possible. <laughs> I mean, as everybody knows, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> won the Super Bowl. It I was proud, yet hurt, yeah, yet proud it was at the same time. Because that should have been a Patriots Super Bowl, but we're proud of Brady, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and when when push came to shove, I supported for the Bucks because, of course, I had to support Brady. I had to support Gronk. It was there. nice to see the dynamic duo back out on the field again. New England at heart, so yeah. we had it was, to. It was pretty much a New England Super Bowl. It was because, like, two of the touchdowns were by Rob and Rob. Gronkowski. I was gonna say Robin Gronk, but that's just his name. Um, Tom and Rob. Tom and Rob. And then the other one was Antonio Brown and Tom. Mm-hmm. And of course, as you may know, um, his controversial past with the his Patriots. Brief yeah. stint at the Patriots, but mm-hmm. I mean, still a Patriot. Still, um, he still was one. So I mean, it. Three of those touchdowns were basically New England touchdowns. Can we just talk about? The lack of offensive line on the Chiefs. Oh my god, yeah. Mahomes did as much as he possibly could to win that game. Do you see some of the throws he was making? Like, he literally was, like, 
horizontal to the ground yeah. throwing Thought the ball. Thought he was down, and then he'd throw a perfect pass, and his receivers just had butterfingers. They dropped every single pass. It was ridiculous. Yep. But, um... <laughs> He's he's a trooper, future Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. But, I mean, I guess even though football is over, we still got so much. And this is why, even though it is my least favorite time of the year, I still have things to look forward to. I mean, we obviously have the free agency that is coming up or is in is full swing really, yeah. Yeah, in April, the draft. It's going to be crazy is so exciting you know for hockey we have the frozen four which i feel like i'm knocking on wood if you heard that i think you can Mm -hmm. um but i'm knocking on wood for that bc hockey will be in the frozen four i think we have a pretty pretty good shot still being number one in the country potentially Um, i feel this is the thing with northeastern hockey like you guys look great for some games and then for other games it's like what's going on you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to ask. <laughs> Funny enough, um, Elisa's dorm is also where all the hockey team goes. So, you know, just knock on their doors and ask <laughs> what's going on. Also, you know, we have after the draft, after the Frozen Four, after March Madness, obviously, which is my favorite month. I'm so excited for Selection Sunday to happen soon. After all those things, I mean, we still have hockey playoffs, NBA playoffs. I mean, Bruins are looking pretty good this season. I watched a few games, um, Flyers versus Bruins. They really stepped up to the challenge, and I think they're number one in the East right now, if I'm correct. They were, but I'm not sure if you haven't known. I mean, we just played the New Jersey Devils on um, Thursday. It was kind of a bittersweet moment because um, (laughs) my roommate is a huge, huge Devils fan. I mean, if you listen to the first episode that was released for at least this what is releasable, you would have learned that um, she is a huge, huge Devils fan. And so BC, I'm not BC, the Bruins and Devils, they played each other on Thursday as they are because they're in the same conference. I mean, as they do, but they, and we, the Bruins lost to the Devils, which was really, really disappointing to watch because- I think it ended up being 3-2 in the end because we got we got a last minute go like goal in the third period but it still you know wasn't enough we couldn't get that last one before the time ran out but um I guess that is a kind of ish transition into our main topic of the evening afternoon um Boston sports Boston sports a little bit of a transition kind of a harsh one but it's okay (laughs) um the Patriots off season we Ooh. have a lot of work to do this off season. It was it was a rough it was a rough season. It was a rough season, but I mean, it was expected. You know, with the Super Bowl, and this is what kind of annoyed me. Everyone was like, "Oh, it proved that it's like Brady's different than Belichick." We had so many most other factors roster, going into our team. Yeah, the starting lineup, most of them were on COVID reserve. Mm-hmm. Most of them didn't play. Half the team was off with COVID injuries. I mean. Poor Isaiah Wynn gets injured every season, uh-huh. and he's one of our strongest, you know, players. It's it, it was a rough season, but I don't think it dictates the future of the Patriots. And I also don't think it dictates, you know, the strength of Belichick's coaching. I mean, like... He won Super Bowls before Brady with other teams. Exactly. So. And, um, you know, they were still able... I mean, obviously, we didn't have a winning record for this year, but we still 
were able to come away with it with all those um, injuries, with all the COVID people, all the people that just um, didn't even play the entire season, like Patrick Chung. Like, we, I mean, we were still able to pull off a decent, like, final yeah. score. You know what I'm trying when to talk Cam about. When was on, he was on, but the problem was, was he just was really inconsistent. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, at the end of the season, he did get injured. And then what receivers was he going to throw to? I mean, Edelman, (laughs) our top receiver, Edelman, was injured. So, I mean, he kind of, in him being injured, but still playing through it, it's difficult. It really is difficult. I think we all knew after Brady left that this was going to be a rebuild season. And then on top of COVID, it's... It sucks. The season sucked, but it is what it is, and now it's time to rebuild and move forward in mm-hmm. the off season. So I guess that is... comes with making good draft picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that also is the I think the best transition into our topic, which mm-hmm. is the off season. What are we doing now that the season's over? Now that we have time to regroup, now that the free agency trading and the draft is coming up. What do we do? So I know we've been kind of talking about it, but the Patriots have had, because we didn't have like the best of seasons, we've had the highest draft stock in the first round than we have in a while. Normally, we're used to being like one of the last picks in the first round. And we normally, I mean, Belichick normally trades it away to another team and then we get another pick in the second round. But I mean, or he has his dog make the draft picks. Oh my god, yeah, (laughs) it's so cute. Um, But with that being said, so what a lot of people, and I think what I'm generally curious about is with that such high of a draft stock, do we draft a quarterback in the first round or do we draft a wide receiver? Because I mean. We have a high draft stock, but I don't think, I mean, we're obviously not getting Trevor Lawrence as much as we'd like to. (laughs) That breaks my heart. It really does. He's going to Urban Meyer in the Jaguars, like, no matter what. I mean, he literally, if anybody watched, um, I don't know if any of you have, but, and I don't think you did, but if anyone watched Trevor Lawrence's pro day at Clemson, he literally, Urban Meyer was like, all the other coaches that came to visit him were on, like, the sidelines. But, like, Urban Meyer was literally in the middle of the field with Trevor Lawrence. being. So I think that solidifies anybody's claim to being like, oh, because he's getting surgery, like, it's going to lower his draft stock. Or like, oh, um, you know, he didn't win the college football championship, so he's just, like, not going to um, go number one anymore. It's going to be Justin Fields or something like yeah. that. It's not. Like, I think if that that pro day, was, it was apparent. He's going to the Jaguars. He's shown his skills throughout his whole college career. Mm-hmm. Like, that one game did, does not dictate his whole career. Mm-hmm. And that's another team. Clemson was plagued by COVID. Yeah. So. I mean, we got to play. BC got to play Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, which was, I mean, we still lost, but we held it in there a bit. Yeah. And Notre Dame, I think... You can't say it was a clear win. We beat Clemson because Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing. Exactly. I know that's controversial, but no, they had I don't know. <laughs> they had so many people on the COVID list for that game. So with that said, we can't get Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, I don't think we'll be able to have a high enough stock to get the kid from BYU. Mm-hmm. So then it's the questions: Do we trade up to get a higher pick so that we're like in the we're one to fourteen? Fi- right? 
I think 15. 15? I'm not quite sure on that number, but I'm pretty sure it's 15. Um, But with that said, like, do we trade up to be, like, the 1 to 5 and, you know, like, switch with the Falcons? Like, give them, for example, like, maybe, like, Stephon Gilmore to get... I don't want to lose Gilmore. I mean, I don't don't want to lose Gilmore, but I'm just saying as, like, a possibility, do we, like, trade away Gilmore so that we can get, like, the number 2 pick and get, like, Justin Fields or... I think it's Zach Wilson is the kid from BYU. But... It's hard right now because they think the Patriots are lacking a lot of depth. Yeah. So I think they need to invest mm-hmm. a lot into that. But, again, we don't have wide receivers really. And sorry, Stidham. He has not lived up <laughs> to his potential. <laughs> and Cam Newton's inconsistencies. We we need to come up with, I think, a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think this is... With as high of a draft pick as we have now, I think it's time to get that franchise quarterback. And I know there were talks about maybe Deshaun Watson, but I heard maybe he's going to the Eagles. Maybe. I don't know. He Deshaun Watson, like, if I don't think we have enough to give mm-hmm. um, t- the Texans to get Deshaun Watson. I mean, we have plenty of cap space. I don't think that is the worry at all. And that then again, it's like, do we even not draft a quarterback in the first round? And do we just rely on the free agency? Or do we even just stick with Cam for another year? Because... I mean, I unfortunately don't think our franchise quarterback will be in this draft. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You know, I think... Mac Jones, you don't think he could be a Patriots franchise quarterback? I think if the Patriots were to draft anybody, any QB from the draft, they're going to draft Mac Jones. But, um, you know, I feel like, you know, they're just going to do what they normally do, draft somebody in the sixth round. And unfortunately, like, we had Brady like that, but... That's the 199th pick. pick. Is oh. now the goat. <laughs> That's just never going to happen again as much as we'd like it to be. You know, you're it's really really difficult to get a franchise quarterback in the 6th round. So I mean I mean maybe Jimmy Garoppolo too. I know there's yeah. talks about that, but I mean I understand why he went to the 49ers. Why mm-hmm. was he going to sit around waiting for Brady? Yeah. But I don't know, it's kind of been a bust in in San Francisco for him. I mean, well, I he's been injured a lot. He's been injured a lot. He went but, to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, he went to the Super Bowl last year. I don't know how much of a bust that is. But, I mean, he was surrounded by incredible players, too. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the Buccaneers. As great as Brady is, the Buccaneers are loaded. I, yeah. they Absolutely loaded. <laughs> that's the thing I think I've talked about before on this show. Um, basically, the Buccaneers are an incredibly, incredibly strong team. And as you saw, they won the Super Bowl. And I think I said when we were talking about the playoffs earlier on, like if they didn't win, I was going to be a little bit confused because I mean, they had Brady, they had Gronk, they had Godwin, they had Evans, they had Fournette, they had Antonio Brown, they had everyone. And that's just like their wide receiver one, wide receiver two tight end one like you know (laughs) they had such a stacked team it's just that isn't really feasible for multiple years like it's gonna be great for maintain it yeah they're gonna have to get cut some people especially in like a couple years i think when their contracts end i think it's next year can swoop them up (laughs) (laughs) i know i actually did see something about maybe the patriots going for chris godwin which i'd be excited for amazing i think that'd be pretty cool but again do we use the first round to draft a wide receiver like do we trade up so we can get Devonte smith the heisman winner you know who would you be okay with trading away at this point 
that's the thing. I I mean, the obvious pick for like if we were to want to get a higher um, draft pick, the obvious person that we would have to trade away would be Stephon Gilmore because you know he's our star quarterback. <laughs> corner cornerback cornerback <laughs> i didn't say that clearly enough it's cornerback not quarterback obviously i just didn't say it clearly yes. enough i think actually you know he is quarterback actually surprise, surprise. Yeah. i mean honestly with this season anybody could have played quarterback i should have drafted him for the um denver broncos game oh my god yeah I mean, do we trade up to get Devontae Smith or even Waddle from Bama too? I mean, he was just as good as um I mean, I don't want to say that, but he's up there with Devontae Smith and before his injury, I mean, he was putting up incredible numbers. So we'll see. And I mean, there is just so much so much to look forward to in the off season. I think I already saw something else that like maybe the Patriots would get, like, Derek Carr as their quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard his name in so long. Is he Cardinals now? No, he's on the he ch- um the Raiders. Did he change teams? No, he's been on the Raiders. Why did I think he played for the Cardinals? <laughs> I mean, no, the Cardinals is um Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is so many, so many different options, so many different probabilities. And, again, I think think I'm gonna use this podcast to put my two cents put in my two cents Robert Kraft if you're listening (laughs) if you are listening I know you're in the search for a tight end you know with also drafting a wide receiver in this draft you're also looking for a tight end because we really don't have many I think we had Ryan Izzo and I think that's about it if you're looking for a tight end to draft um might I suggest Hunter Long from BC? <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, every time we talk about the draft, put this in here and saying that Robert Kraft, please draft Hunter Long. I think he'd be incredible in the Patriots system. I think, I mean, obviously, I will always support a BC kid going to the Patriots because why not transfer from my favorite team to another favorite team? I mean, He'd yes. be great. Even though I go to Northeastern, I am BC football all the way. I mean, that's you... not just because we don't have a football team. <laughs> I was going to say, you just don't have a football team what at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with city schools. You guys just like, I mean, you have hockey, obviously. You have basketball, basketball. obviously. And your basketball is pretty good, too. Yep. So, I mean, you're better in that department. And another like little thing I forgot to mention in our sports in the new sports segment that Jim Christian got fired as the BC basketball coach. That's right, yep. Which a lot of commentators were upset by because, you know, we have just a couple more weeks left in the season. But, I mean... BC basketball hasn't been putting up the numbers they should be. They haven't. For I, a few years now, honestly. Yeah, it has been. I think his record is like 033 for winning (laughs) it's kind of tough but I mean like we have in the past we've had some like strong games and I think the potential is pretty much there for the basketball team and I'm I've always loved going to basketball games at BC because I love basketball I I'm not really a NBA fan I think I've talked about how Luka Doncic if that's how you pronounce his last name (laughs) redemption from last time (laughs) I will say it in almost every episode I am sorry I cannot pronounce last names or first names I think he made actually the all-star team 
for the West, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, I, I mean, I like him for the NBA. I like um, Jason Tatum. I, I mean, I like watching the Celtics, but I'm not really the biggest NBA fan. I am, however, a huge college basketball fan. I love March Madness. I think it's so fun. I've won multiple years in my March Madness no, bracket. No, she's just spreading lies no, now. No, that is not true. <laughs> um, the last time Gonzaga won, I picked them to win. The last time, I think it's not the last time Villanova won but I think it was the time before I picked them to win and I've had pretty good brackets yeah. in the past right, I, I gotta say to <laughs> I I mean I've also won fantasy I'm pre- I'm pretty good I'm pretty guilty of just picking the higher pick <laughs> there's <laughs> been a lot of upsets so I I gotta oh my change God. my strategy don't bring up the the Cinderella story from two like I think Oh my gosh, was it like We've three had a years year ago now? Without, um, March um, Madness. The year that UVA lost to um, the University of Maryland, um, Baltimore, I think. I think it was that year. I was so upset because I had um, UVA winning the entire thing and they lost the first round in the round of 64 i was so upset that's crazy but i am so 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 excited for um march madness like i said earlier july is my least favorite month and obviously i'm upset right now because football has ended and we won't be back until the preseason starts in august just have to record and watch all the games (laughs) i did actually do that this past year when you know nothing was on because of covid i did rewatch the afc championship game against the chiefs that was in the middle of july because i was like i need football i need something i need live sports so i did rewatch that and i guess i'll be doing a similar thing but March is always so much fun. It's always the most stressful, I think, month when it comes to school. Rest in peace, spring break. I know, rest um. in peace. <laughs> I said peach. <laughs> rest in peace, um, spring break. But, I mean, BC, we have our spring Wednesday. Ooh, that's Ooh. a whole day more than we do. Fancy. I know, but you got um President's Day off and I we didn't. I thought everyone got President's Day I off. I thought we would have got it off either, but... This is me just complaining about what days we get off and which days we don't. BC, if you're listening to this, give us a spring break. Yes. (laughs) Give us... Northeastern too, please. Give us a little bit more of a spring break. I can't do just one day off. (laughs) But, you know, March is the hardest, I think, month. One of the hardest months academically. It's when midterms happen. And, you know, there is no really days off ever in March. You don't really have that many holidays. Except for when Easter sometimes starts in March. Mm-hmm. But um, Also, uh, happy late Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, you know, March Madness is what gets me through the yeah. month, month of March every single year. So I'm so, 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 so excited for it to begin. Lisa, do you have... And I think this will be a good way of sending us off for the episode. Do you have a team you're going to be rooting for for March Madness? To be honest, I need to do more research. I haven't really been keeping up with college basketball this year i'm sorry to any of you out there <laughs> it's okay um for me i will be actually rooting for the university of illinois um a little shout out to my cousin armen who right, goes I'll go there for illinois too. <laughs> um you know the big 10 they've been doing they've been, great they've in the big 10 well, this year yeah. and i mean we'll have him on on the show a little bit later once we get closer to march madness because you know university of illinois is U of I is one of the top picks for this year, and I'll be, I mean, when I get my bracket, I think I'm going to be putting them as number one. I'll 
say Illinois as well. <laughs> I'm not going to confirm you that. Might. I'm not going to confirm that for my number one pick. You know, it always changes when you compare them to who they end up playing for, like, the um, final four. It's, I mean, again, the, the season is so volatile because we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. Some mm-hmm. teams might miss their games. I don't know. I know they might have to cancel a bunch of the games because there might be an outbreak so i mean we don't know but with that said thank you so so much for listening please tune in to another episode we will be back with you soon please follow us on instagram in the nest breakdown but instead of breakdown it's vkdn but we are on instagram now we are on spotify we are on podbean podbean and we are pending approval for apple so hopefully by the time this episode airs we will be on apple if apple can respond asap but like i said thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed Mm -hmm. bye-bye